What's up, party people? It's your girl Liz Haftel here with another episode of Clumsy and Confused. But today we have a very, very, very special episode because one of my best friends in the whole entire world, the beautiful, gorgeous Michelle Audane Connors, really? is sitting next to me <laughs> looking stunning. She is gorgeous in every way, inside and out. I'm wearing leggings. <laughs> so, and she's wearing this beautiful outfit. Um, and she always looks beautiful. <laughs> Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Michelle, it's so much more exciting when I have other people with me. Everyone is so sick of hearing just my voice. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sick of hearing just my voice. And you have such a beautiful voice. Are you going to sing this whole episode to us, Michelle? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) Please, I will not accost people with that. Michelle um. is a wonderful singer. She's (laughs) basically wonderful at everything that she does. Um, Not true. And um, no, I'm super, super excited to be here. I... um, Usually Liz says that she has to force her friends and family on. That was not the case with me. I was like, oh, absolutely. What is the topic? When is hair and makeup? I will be there. And she's like, this is a podcast. Um, so I yeah. feel like we should still need hair and makeup. Yeah. Though, even though it's a podcast. Like, why would we? Why would we not? Why would we not? Oh, so happy to have you here. So, Michelle, it's October. It's Ooh, spooky. Spooky Halloween. Spooky Halloween. So I I honestly I put like I I want to just apologize for any kind of like legal action my favorite murder takes against you because I cannot say Halloween without saying spooky Halloween. I can't either. And I just hear Karen's voice going yeah. spooky. Um, so this is the first of a few spooky Halloween episodes. So Michelle, what are you gonna be telling us about today? I am going to be talking about the origin of Halloween. Um, So if I had to describe my relationship with Halloween in Facebook terms, it would definitely be it's complicated. Mm -hmm. I'm either doing the most, forcing my husband into an over-the-top couple's costume, or I'm barely mustering the strength to wear a spooky sock with my work scrubs. Michelle? Your couple costumes with are <laughs> unbelievable. What yeah. was it one year? Nicki Minaj and Miley Cyrus. And Miley Cyrus. Oh. I actually was like looking back and I was like, are they couples costumes if I always make him dress as a woman? <laughs> he he embraces it yeah. and they always turn out to be amazing. Yeah, he he is. He's fantastic when it comes to that, especially the the Beyonce Beyonce year. Beyonce, Beyonce Double Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was magic. Uh, magic. Time. Always the best costumes. Anyway, keep going. Alrighty. So the origin of Halloween celebrated today is multifaceted and a mixture of many different cultures. It's crazy to compare its religious beginnings to the spooky frat party, candy-loaded extravaganzas we are used to today. So the foundation of Halloween can be traced back over 2,000 years to a Celtic pagan holiday called Samhain. So it's spelt... Sam Hain, um, mm-hmm. but shout out to the History Channel at History.com for carefully holding my hand through all of this and baiting me with a solid documentary. So Samhain took place, as you guessed it, on October 31st. It marked the end of the harvest season and the beginning of the dark half of the year, which meant cold, starvation, death, and probably a few people with seasonal depression. <laughs> a couple. A couple. Oh. The New Year started November 1st. The Celts believed that on the night before the New Year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. So on this night, it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to Earth. Spooky! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Celts... 
thought that these ghosts would wreak havoc and damage their crops. They also believed that these spirits gave their Celtic priests the power to see the future and make predictions. So while the priests were out here pulling a that so raven, they also built huge sacred bonfires where people gathered to burn crops and sacrifice animals to the Celtic deities. During the celebration, the Celts wore costumes typically consisting of animal heads and skins to disguise themselves from the evil spirits roaming between worlds. Okay, let's fast forward to about 400 AD during the Roman Empire when it's super cool to be Christian Mm -hmm. and not so cool to be pagan. Mm -hmm. And by not so cool, I mean punishable by death. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of your podcast is your nervous laughter. It's always, always during during the worst parts. I'm like, and then. And then she got cancer. And we're back. So the popes were out here doing the most to honor Christian martyrs. Pope Boniface IV even started a feast on May 13th called All Martyrs Day. Pope Gregory III later expanded the festival to include all saints as well as all martyrs and moved the observance from May 13th to November 1st, which I'm sure you've heard of before, All Saints Day. Mm -hmm. At this time, Christianity is popping in Ireland. St. Patrick is the guy. Religious views that we now associate with Ireland today are starting to take place. So Christian leaders were constantly out here playing this game of making their holidays the same day as pagan holidays to lure pagans over to their side without having them feel like they're completely abandoning uh, their own traditions. So in the 9th century, Samhain is still around and celebrated on the 31st of October. So Christians decided to make a tactical move. They took All Saints Day, and they changed the name to All Hallows Day. So for those of you who are getting lost in this storm of petty, the pagan festival Samhain is October 31st. Christian All Hallows Day is November 1st. Samhain being the night before All Hallows Day naturally started being called All Hallows Evening, then shortened to All Hallows' Eve, and then finally, Halloween. But guess what, Eliza? They do not stop there. Of course they don't. No. Of course not. The church made another holiday on November 2nd called All Souls Day, which was a day to honor all the fallen homies, not just the saints. (laughs) And All Souls Day was celebrated similarly to Samhain, with big bonfires, parades, and people dressing up like saints and angels and devils. Basically, that mentality we had in college, where you had to go out like Thursday to Sunday and Every chug day. Four loco in the street, Always. is because of the church. Original Four loco kids. Or- original, original recipe? <laughs> Not this stuff that they're giving you these days. No. <laughs> no, it was like, no. it was four to five days. It was, yeah. Um, it, like maybe ten minutes of sleep and yeah. all that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm blaming it on the church because their need to to drag out a holiday is really, yeah, Yeah. it's embedded in us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now that we know why we call Halloween Halloween, let's talk about why we celebrate it. So we all know about trick-or-treating. I'm embarrassed to say that I trick-or-treated until freshman year of high school. Sophomore year of high school. Okay, okay, so... It's there's fine. no there's no rule, there's no law. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of laws for trick-or-treating this year because of the national pandemic. Oh, but, oh, that was like, oh national. Oh. I just said national like it's not worldwide, but honestly, it's right now it's national. <laughs> um yeah. 
But um, you know what? Just do it to when you feel like you're done trick-or-treating. We're out here supporting on Clumsy and Confused. We, we support you in everything that you do. Yeah. So um, we, so to describe trick-or-treating, we're taking it back to church again. In medieval times, the Christian church used to tell its followers that on All Souls Day, they needed to pray for all the souls trapped in purgatory. Mm. If enough prayers were offered, the souls would be freed and delivered to heaven. This led to um, the fun tradition of kids going door to door to ask for soul cakes. Oh. The children would get these cakes in exchange for prayers. They obviously didn't call it trick or treating back then. Um, they gave it a creepier name called souling. That's so much worse. <laughs> That's so much worse. Oh my god. That's so bad. So, Michelle, how did Halloween get here to the gold, good old US of A pandemic central? <laughs> Hotbed of disease. Hotbed of disease. It's fine. So Halloween initially wasn't even a thing in America because New England was inhabited by the captains of no fun mm. um, with their Puritan beliefs. Love it. So as the beliefs and customs of different European ethnic groups and Native Americans meshed, a distinctly American version of Halloween began to emerge. The first celebrations included play parties, which were public events held to celebrate the harvest. Neighbors would share stories of the dead, tell each other's fortunes, dance, and sing. So colonial Halloween festivals also featured the telling of ghost stories. So as I was like getting click happy on history.com, I got to this um, thing that was talking about the origin of ghost stories. So many ghost stories derive from families losing a loved one at war and not getting any closure or an ending to what had happened. The ghost stories would depict fallen soldiers rising from the dead and just coming home one day. So that like hokey image that we have of like a, a sheet you know yeah. when people like dress yeah, up and yeah. they're like wearing a sheet with the eyes cut out and stuff? Yeah. That is supposed to be reminiscent of like the burial shrouds that we would put on top of people. Oh. That they would just like rise up and then show up looking spooky. Oh, spooky. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't come from TikTok? All those new TikToks of people <laughs> no. wearing sheets. Although like all, 100% of my knowledge and wokeness is from TikTok, yeah. ghost stories are not. <laughs> um, side note, I to my class yesterday, I was like talking to them about... Like, do you guys know what we were talking about? Like, HIV, AIDS. Wow, bringing down the mood list. Um, but we were talking about HIV, AIDS, and I was like, do you guys even know there was, like, an AIDS epidemic in the 80s and 90s? And they were like, we were born in 2002. No, no I know. <laughs> made me... To jail. To jail. <laughs> I felt horrible about my life. But anyways, we old. That's, that's the bottom line. We yeah. old. Sorry. No, no. Anyway, so basically, Halloween in America. In the second half of the 19th century, America was flooded with new immigrants. These immigrants especially came from Ireland fleeing the Irish potato famine. And they helped popularize the celebration of Halloween, which is what we see today. So um, did you know that the Irish also gave us jack-o'-lanterns? We love the Irish. Yeah, they do. We, especially here. We love yeah. us some Irish people. We do. So there's this tale of a man named Stingy, Stingy Jack. Oh my God, um, I love this story. Okay. <laughs> who made a deal with the devil to never go to hell. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Jack was kind of a sucky person, so he couldn't get into heaven either. When he went to hell to try and get in, the devil was like, no way. Um, so he just tossed him a burning ember for his troubles. And Jack put the ember in a turnip to use as a lantern. And the legend has it that he roams between heaven and hell now, just always looking for a place to go. Mm -hmm. 
So the Irish would carve turnips with spooky faces and put lights in them to ward off evil spirits during Halloween time. But over time, they realized turnips are kind of small and hard to carve. So pumpkins were like, hey, we're available. And that's how that became associated. That was the best. PR move that pumpkins ever Oh my gosh. Ever I don't know who Pumpkins Publicist is, oh, but like, they, I bet they're, they are sponsored by the same people as Cauliflower Probably. because they are... Oh, killing it right now. Killing it. Killing it. Alrighty. So, in this research, I also found um, something about Mischief Night. So, I'm born and raised in New England, so the idea of Mischief Night was completely new to me. New to me. Liz, I know you were um, raised in New Hampshire, but a lot of your family is still in New York. Have you heard of it yet? No. I mean, my cousins are mischievous all the time, (laughs) right, you guys? Right. I was going to, like, especially this kind of, like, mischief night thing is more associated with, like, sports teams and, like, like, toilet papering people's houses in high school. But, like, for the most part, we're good kids. I know. I saw it on Parks and Rec once. It was in the Halloween episode. Spooky. Spooky. So, the idea of mischief and and disguise being associated with Halloween can be traced back to England at the turn of the 17th century. Guy Fox became one of the first known terrorists with his infamous gunpowder plot of 1605. Um, on November 5th, 1605, Fox attempted to blow up London's House of Lords. Spoiler alert, he failed. Mm. He was then caught, charged, hanged, and his body was torn apart and thrown into the fire. Mm. In honor of terrorist Guy Fox, people would celebrate Guy Fox Day on November 5th. Okay. Do you remember all that, like, beef for Vendetta stuff? Like, yeah. Remember yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, youth, I don't know, young adults yeah. running through the streets, wreaking havoc, usually in a uh, Guy Fox mask or other disguises uh, to, like, disguise themselves from the stuff they were doing. Gotcha. And since the 5th is so close to Halloween, the two holidays started to melt together. Gotcha. Okay. So, so let's fast So let's fast forward again to America in the 1920s and 30s. The Great Depression has ravaged the nation and people are, um, like depressed. Yeah. Not doing (laughs) well. well. Not well. Yeah. Uh, Is that now? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The 20s, um, are not it. No. Ever for no. America? No. Um, they used Halloween as a way to get out all their mischief and misery. This is where that trick or treat part of, um, trick or treating starts to take shape. Or sorry, just the trick part. In the 1930s, things started to get out of hand. Tricks were really just asshole kids smashing people's car windows and setting buildings on fire. And the damage done in 1933 was so bad that some parts of the country called it Hell Night or the Black Halloween. I feel like I've heard of Hell Night before. Is that a movie? Is that like a horror movie? Maybe, yeah. I feel like it would be like... I don't know. Like I, they made it sound like it was like purge esque, you know, like <laughs> the one night that people go out there and they're just killing people. Oh my god! Please tell me more. Um, well, it gets better actually for like citizens of the world. Oh, good. After this, communities made it a priority to tame Halloween. Towns and cities began began throwing community parties with costume contests, bobbing for apples, and other games that we now associate with Halloween. You know. Stuff to keep the kids safe. Thank goodness. Trick or treating also gained its popularity in this time. It seemed as a, it seemed that was a safe and organized activity, but also a way for kids to offer safety to a person in exchange for sweets. Hence the term trick or treat. Um, ah. But in this case, it feels more like give me candy or I'll burn down your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So it was around this time that a company called Denison saw some people responding well to this transition and they decided to make some dollar dollar bills. So they started creating Halloween themed products, pre-made costumes, decor, and stuff that you could find in stores. And thus starting the major marketing machine that we know as Halloween today. Denison. Denison took advantage. For every spirit of Halloween that inhabits a, a old store that has now gone out of business. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Halloween. Oh my, I love it. So, oh my gosh. That was like so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so we got, much. We got jack-o'-lanterns. We're happy they're not using turnips anymore. Yeah, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Pumpkins are so much better. We have mischief night. We got the pagans. We got the we ghost stories. We got ghost stories. Michelle, this is amazing. Amazing. Yay. Amazing. So in this research too, I was curious because like obviously um Pop, things are popular during Halloween. I know that um, Phil used to always like to dress something that was like socially current. So yeah. um, I was doing some searching for like what the most popular Halloween costumes throughout the years. And I found this article from Cosmopolitan oh that God, I please. found hilarious. Oh I'm so excited for you to read this. So just looking at this list. The year we were born in 1989 was the year that the first Batman film was released. Okay. So um, yep. Batman was the most popular one. In 1990, it was the Ninja Turtles, mm. which you, I, I know you've been a Ninja Turtle. I was Turtle. a Ninja Turtle once, who, I think it was me and Meg Bertone and Tara and Andrea. Yes. And, I thought it was cute. And Meg made these amazing turtle shells out of like turkey basting pans. She's a crafty one. She is a crafty one. Yeah. Obviously, I could not do any of that. <laughs> um, so, in 1996 was um, the scream. Oh, like the guy with the white face. Yeah. Okay. And that was, like, horrifying. Yeah, I'm still scared of that. 1997 was the Spice Girls. Yes! Go power. Yeah, I was not... I was unfortunately not dressing at the Spice Girl in 1997 because my, like, mom would be like, yeah, you can't wear any of that. Mm-hmm. You're in the second grade. Me and my sister used to wear Spice Girl stuff, like, all year round. Yeah. Like, we thought we were Limited the Spice two Girl. out here yes. supplying. Yes, always. We wore platform shoes for it, so many rolled ankles. So many rolled ankles. <laughs> In, in 2002, Harry Potter of became popular. Of course. Yes. In 2005, Grey's Anatomy made Scrubs cool. So we, there was a lot of doctors out there. All right. Um, in 2006 is when V for Vendetta came out. Yep. So Guy Fox masks were back. I find that mask so scary. Yeah. Like, it really bo- me It up. bothers me. Yeah. It, it, I was like, even doing like the pictures, I was like, ooh. Like, I mean, yeah. like, doing the research, seeing the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um. 2007, our first year in college, Hannah Montana. <laughs> Again, I was like shooketh by this list because like you could probably pick out like 10 costumes Liz has been. I was Hannah Montana, like when I was way too old to be Hannah Montana. And Alicia, Alicia was the other one. Um, the Emily Osment. Yes, uh, uh, Lola. Lola, Lola, Lola. But like Lola. she kind of looked like the girl in that video, the it's a piece of cake to make a pretty cake. She looked exactly like that girl. <laughs> What? <laughs> Which was, like, probably more culturally relevant for that time. <laughs> for 20-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, 2008, High School Musical. Um, 2009, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. 2010, Princess Tiana, who I was Princess Tiana. Yes, you are. Our- 
junior or senior year. Yeah. Um, and I did a Disney princess costumes with Alicia and uh, Laura. Mm-hmm. So, 2011, Sue Sylvester from Glee. Really? Yeah. Surprising. I mean, like, great costumes. Great so costume. comfortable. But, yeah. like, honestly, we probably didn't see it in college because, like, you can't be a slutty Sue Sylvester. You can't. You can't. <laughs> and mean, you could, like, unzip your yeah. tracksuit a little bit. I honestly, guess. I challenge someone to please do that. Sure and then sure. 2012, when we graduated, the era of Hunger Games was Katniss Everdeen. Oh. I didn't see too many of those out there, but I don't remember seeing that either. Yeah, I think it was probably like more like children. Yeah, well, except that they were like mass producing at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, do you have a favorite Halloween? Theory? I mean, like a costume or tradition or something that you do. Um. So my, I'm going to talk about my favorite Halloween costume that we ever did mm-hmm. as a group. Mm-hmm. One was. I want to say it was like 2014. Right, because we, we were like post grad. We were post grad. We had some money, <laughs> but we still made these costumes <laughs> that were absolutely amazing. We went out two nights in New York City. Mm-hmm. There were how many of us? Seven of us? Eight of us? I think it was seven of us seven with of Chris. Us. Seven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we made Chris do it. But we were Shark Week. Yeah. And we got people so excited for Halloween. They were so amped. Yes. That was the best. That was awesome. Yeah, we all wore t-shirts that were like a day of the week, and then we had these amazing shark hats, and then we went way too crazy with fake blood in the middle of like a nice restaurant Yes, that gave us free pictures of margaritas because they liked our costumes, and then once they realized that we were getting blood everywhere, they kicked us out. Shout out to Meg Butel for yeah. like always organizing the best trips to best New York trips. City to visit her. Like, best trips, thank always. you. Like, and like that was just one of them. That like, was a Halloween extravaganza. Amazing. That was like my favorite Halloween costume that we ever did. What about you, Michelle? What was your um, favorite costume? Well, I have a favorite one for you. I loved when you were Kesha. I love the, Kesha. The mood yes. was just yes. impeccable. Like, yes. just she had uh, like a fur vest. Yeah, faux fur. Um, and the like bottle of Jack, oh <laughs> a, toothbrush. a toothbrush. <laughs> you drunkenly smashed in the street. I do. I don't drink alcohol. I don't know what you're talking about. I have never had a sip. I've never had a sip ever. Um, <laughs> but my favorites. I feel like I have to at least touch upon the fact that I was Nicki Minaj twice in oh, my life. Oh, Some kids like so to be. Glorious. Yeah, they they like to be um, Spider Man often. Yeah. I was um, Nicki Minaj twice. Yeah, and um, the first time was the Halloween of Four Loco, so that was just, mm. like, crazy, mm. crazy times. Mm-hmm. I also really liked being a peacock. Remember when I oh did that? Oh, my God, that costume was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. Oh. And then I um, also really liked the year that um, we did the Beyonce costumes. I was going to say, fun. that was, like, was my like... favorite year for you and Phil with the hat and everything. Yes. Like, it was just picture but perfect. Honorable mention to um, Regina George and Mom mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. also amazing. amazing. But honestly, that that Santa outfit was not it. I was like, <laughs> I literally was wearing plastic. Um, are you going to do anything this year? Um, I think it's on a sa- so I think it's, it's a Saturday. It's on a Saturday yeah. this year, so I feel like it's kind of a waste. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they just put out something about trick or treating in my town. Oh, they did, and they're still gonna like kind do like modified trick or treating. I don't know, but I can't see myself doing anything except dressing Alan in his uh, dinosaur costume oh for gosh. the fourth year in a row. Fourth year in a row, I think. Yes, yeah. I um. 
the mayor has his like uh, prince costume because he is royalty. He is royalty. Um, and maybe we'll put them in that again, but I don't know. They, I haven't seen anything for Quincy, um, and mm. I'm deathly afraid to join any kind of like Quincy um, Facebook group. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, no, because do I that. just like don't want people coming for me, but. No. Um, yeah, it's it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. We usually get like a fair amount of trick or treaters too in this neighborhood, so mm-hmm. um, we'll see. I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Shut out the light, lock the door." I'll <laughs> be like, "We're not home." Yeah, <laughs> we're not home. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. But Michelle, this was so good. This was so fun. Was I had so such a good, good time. I learned so much. I didn't know like any. I mean, obviously, I knew like pagans were somehow involved. Yeah, they always are. <laughs> they always are. But like this explanation of everything was so. Thank you so much. Wait, can I ask you something? Please. Did you learn something new? I should have. Join us next week for another episode of Clumsy and Confused. Bye, everyone. Bye.